Fatherhood is fascinating. One day you're dad of the year, and the next day is, well, the next day. Welcome to Positively Dad, a podcast designed to help dads embrace the journey. Thank you so much for joining us on Positively Dad. My name is James Shaw. I'm your host. I'm a dad. My wife and I are the proud parents of a wonderful first grader. Her name is Naomi. In fact, she joins us on every podcast. She'll be on later talking about the Kids Corner. It's whatever it is she'd like to talk about, and uh, so that's what she'll talk about. And if you've listened to our podcast, you can tell it's really just what she thinks. It's a lot of fun. So stick around for that. And uh, I'm excited you've joined us today. You know, the reason that that I started Positively Dad is uh, when my wife and I found out we were going to be parents seven years ago, I realized there weren't a lot of resources for dads. Most of the stuff out there is for mom. There's just not as much stuff out here for us as dads. And so I thought, you know what, let's, let's work together and, and work to become great partners and great parents and just great men. And, and so that's what we talk about on this podcast. Or what are the things that we should know that we don't know that can help us raise great families and, and, and be great members of society? And so my goal is, is on a weekly basis to have a conversation that maybe you aren't having. And sometimes you might not agree with that conversation, and it's okay. The way I look at this this podcast is this. This is really a conversation with me, and you get to listen in. And so I'm thinking about what is it I'm interested in, what should I know about, what should I learn about, even if it goes against everything I've ever thought as a parent, who knows more than me that I can go talk to? And so my goal each week is to go out and find those people. And this week, we're going to have a conversation about something that's really a big debate in parenting and has been for a really long time. And that comes to, look, how we handle times to correct our kids, to teach our kids, and when we need to discipline them, right? When they might, you know, act out of turn or behave in a way that is not acceptable in our family. And how do you teach that? And gosh, since, I mean, as long as anyone could remember, one strategy that, that some families choose to use is, um, is spanking their kids. And we, now we have decided that that's not our strategy. And, and, I, and I want to be very clear, I don't have judgment around what you feel is the right thing for your family. We are a timeout family, right, is what we've been. And there's stuff about that too that we're going to talk about today. And so I think as a parent, I go, okay, my responsibility is to raise children who can add to society, right? Who, who we can be amazingly proud of and can be great people. So what decisions am I as a parent making right now that are going to have an impact on them later and I don't realize it? And that's where I got interested in this conversation around discipline. Now we're going to talk a lot about spanking today. And I want you to know though that the guest we have on today would really put time out kind of in a similar category, and you'll hear us talk about it a little bit later. So here's what I, I would ask that you do, is that just, just put your opinions on a shelf for a minute. Take your thoughts about how you were raised and how, how you believe children should be raised, and just put that on a shelf for a minute, and be willing to listen to a different perspective. And, and just ask the question, um, you know, is there something I can learn from this that might help my family? Our, our uh, guest today is a professor at the University of Manitoba in Canada, Dr. Tracy Afifi, and she's going to talk with us about the research that she's spent years working on with other researchers about the spanking debate, if you will. 
So uh, again, I appreciate you being willing just to join in, listen in, have a perspective, and then you as a family make decisions on what you believe is right for you. So Dr. Afifi, thank you so much for joining us on Positively Dad. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. So when I found your research, uh, I found this very interesting. I I have a first grader in my house, and and we've got lots of parents who have children of all ages. And and look, you know, having rules and following those rules and then standards and discipline around those rules are important. And there's lots of ways to discipline. And what your research is saying is, is very clear. Spanking is not okay. Yeah. So what we're finding is that, you know, uh, decades ago, um, it was the norm. Everyone spanked their kids. We thought it was a good thing to do. We were, you know, uh, older generations would encourage the, the newer generations of parents to use it and saying this is, you know, this is the right thing. It's the best thing for our kids. Um, and since that time, over the last several decades, we've been able to do a lot of research that has shown that what we thought was a good thing for our kids, turns out that it's not. So we're at the point now is trying to really help the parents understand that, you know, if you were spanked or if, you know, you were told that you should spank your kids, that doesn't necessarily mean that, that you're a bad parent. But now we know that it's bad, so we need to change our behaviors. Yeah, that's the thing that I hear is I've talked to people about this. I'm sure you've heard it too. They go, well, I was spanked as a kid, and look at me. I turned out just fine, so it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, so the thing, the, the response that I have for that is that maybe you turned out okay despite the fact that you were hit, but also we don't know how we would be how how you would be had you not been hit. So you might have problems with depression. You might have anxiety. You might have problems with relationships currently, and you might not really relate that back to your experience of being disciplined. But in fact, our research is showing that hitting children as a means of discipline it can have an impact on all areas of their life in childhood and adolescence and across the lifespan. So not everyone who's experienced spanking will have these negative problems, but it increases the likelihood that these things might happen. And there's lots of parenting techniques out there that are not related to the same risks. So the question is, why would you use a method that puts your child at an increased likelihood that bad things might happen when there are other things that we can do that don't have that risk? So it sounds totally different when when you say spanking versus when you say hitting a child, and which is effectively what it is, right? I mean, that's what you're doing. And yeah. yet just even saying, well, yes, yes, I hit my child versus I spanked them. I mean, the word itself just sounds so much worse. Yeah, it sounds worse. But if I were to ask you to describe what, what is spanking, it's hard to describe it without actually describing hitting a child because that's what you're doing. You're using your hands and you're hitting the child. You might be hitting them on the bum. Uh, you might be hitting them on their hand, depending on, um, the, you know, what the, the age and the circumstance. Um, but you might be hitting them on their body. Um, but spanking is hitting. And I think that's, that's something that um, people who advocate for spanking try to separate the two. But really, um, it is the same thing. And your research has shown lots of different things. I mean, as I was, as I was studying this, I mean, you're talking depression, anxiety. Then there could be, you know, health issues, too, that come from it and things like that. Tell me a little bit about what your research has found for children who were hit, who were spanked, and what that's led to later on. Yeah, so so there are decades of research on this now. And so my studies are just a few studies that contribute to the current um, knowledge base. So when we look at the whole literature, 
we do see that it's related to um, behavioral problems uh, in childhood for children. It's related to um, relationship problems with developing relationships in childhood that continues through adulthood. It's developmental delays, um, problems in school, problems with academics, uh, cognitive behavioral problems. So all these types of problems that, across the lifespan. So what our research has really looked at, um, the last two studies that we've done, one study looked at spanking and so looking just, you know, at the typical, what you, what people would define typically as spanking. And we found that, um, when we also adjusted for, so we controlling for whether or not they've also experienced, um, emotional maltreatment or physical abuse. So if, if they, they experience those things, we statistically controlled for that. So trying to look at the independent relationship between spanking and outcomes. And what we found was that, um, individuals who were spanked, um, so when they were in adulthood, they were more likely to use drugs, they were more likely to have moderate to heavy drinking, and they were more likely to think about suicide. So those yeah. are really, really big outcomes. Yeah, and no parent would want that, right? I mean, you, there's not a single no. parent that would say, I hope my kid becomes addicted to drugs and alcohol and contemplates suicide. That's right. Yeah, that's right. These are big outcomes. And we've also looked at what we call harsh physical punishment. So that's a little bit more than just spanking because it's defined as pushing, grabbing, shoving, and hitting. So that's more than just the typical, what people typically would describe as striking a child with an open hand on your bum is, is basically what most people describe as, as um, spanking. But we looked at what we call harsh physical punishment. So pushing, grabbing, shoving, and hitting. And so when, when, when people experience that, they were more likely to have um, 20 different mental health outcomes. So looking at um, depression, anxiety, substance use, personality disorders, and many different outcomes. They were uh, related to a number of different physical health outcomes. So it's not just your mental health. It can have an impact on your physical health. And we also looked at conduct problems. So some people will say, well, you know, the problem with society today is that kids are not hit enough. So if we, we want them to be well-behaved and good citizens in society, we should be hitting them more. So we did research to try to look at that. And we actually find that when kids are pushed, grabbed, shoved, and hit in childhood, and we, again, control for all other types of more severe child maltreatment, those kids are more likely to have um, conduct problems and antisocial personality behaviors as they're adults. So in fact, the more they're hit, the more likely that they will not be these well-behaved citizens in society. They will be those citizens in society that are violent and doing violent things. So that takes away the argument of, hey, you know, this generation is soft or, or whatever, because, the, you know, they were put in time out versus being spanked, and we really should be spanking. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, absolutely. So if, if we, we're seeing a society right now in North America um, in the United States, where there's a lot of um, violence within society, it's not just in North America; it's it's it's, it's global. Um, and I think that a lot of the violence that we see in society is a direct relationship to how those children were treated in childhood. Interesting, interesting. And then your research went on to talk about some of the the health things that may come up. I mean, you know, maybe more likely to be obese or various other things. What did you find? about their physical health um, if they were spanked as a child? Yeah, so a lot of people um, are sort of starting to accept the fact that violence may be related to mental health. 
but there might be some resistance that people don't understand or don't accept that violence uh, can be related to your physical health. But we've found a number of different physical health conditions um, that uh, spanking is related to in different data sets. So we've found it in, in American data, we found it in Canadian data, so many different physical health outcomes. Um, and the reason for that could be a number of reasons. Um, when you experience uh, violence within childhood, you are increasing your levels of stress, which can be related to physical health. If you're always in this constant state of stress, it can have an impact on your heart. Um, it can have an impact on your uh, autoimmune system, which has an impact on, on physical health conditions that can develop over time. Um, it can also be related to uh, if you're constantly living in a state of stress because you're experiencing physical abuse or sexual abuse or or always having experiencing uh, being worried that you're that you don't know if you're going to experience this violence within your home you're feeling uncomfortable in your home you might turn to negative coping strategies which might be you know overeating which can lead to obesity um, you might turn to uh, drugs and alcohol which can have a negative impact on your physical health as well so there's many different pathways in which the violence can lead to these different physical health problems. It can also have a really big impact on your ability to have good quality of sleep. And we know that people who are unable to sleep have um, can experience more chronic pain, uh, uh, symptoms of arthritis can be worse. Um, and you know, just having poor sleep quality is also related to physical health conditions as well. So it can have okay. an impact on many different physical health outcomes. Okay, so there is enough information out there, it sounds like, based on what you've seen, to go, like, this is not even a debate. Like, this is this is pretty clear that, as parents, there's got to be a different way to to teach and discipline children than this. So, there, so that's exactly right. So we, we, in 2017, we published a paper in Child Abuse and Neglect, a whole issue, actually, on spanking. So not just on, on child maltreatment in terms of physical abuse and sexual abuse, but just on spanking. And what we determined from this, one of the studies that I published in that issue was that spanking is an adverse childhood experience, and we need to think about it as, as one. And also, we need to end this debate. There is no debate, as you said. There's no debate on whether um, physical punishment should or should not be done. The answer is no. And the reason for that is there are decades of data that show that spanking a child is related to a wide variety of poor outcomes for children. And there isn't one study that shows that spanking a child benefits the child. So it's, it's very, it doesn't make sense to debate something when all the data and all the evidence show harm and there's no data that shows that it benefits the child. Yeah, that's really fascinating stuff. So then obviously the question parents ask, if, the, if you're a parent who has been spanking your child as a form of discipline, they go, well, okay, if not that, then what? And and so, you know, I don't know if you've done research on that or have some thoughts on that. What are some alternative ways? I mean, look, if we, as, as parents, we're going to discipline our children when they act out or aren't behaving in a way that's appropriate. So what do you recommend? Yes. So I reckon there's a few things. So, um, when someone tells you that it is okay and safe to spank a child, I want those people to remember that's that person's opinion and it's not supported by science. So that's an opinion that's actually refuted by science. So we know that it's harmful. 
Um, and then the other, the other thing to, to remember is when people think, okay, I'm not allowed to spank my kid anymore. What do I do? They worry that spanking and discipline or spanking and consequences are the same thing. So if I can't spank my child, then there's no discipline, there's no consequences, and I have no, no, no tools for parenting. So that's not, exa- that's not the case. We have to redefine and reconceptualize how we think of these words of discipline and consequences. We need to move away from, from, from punishment and think about what are the natural consequences of the behavior and, and follow through with those things. So when we take away spanking, we're not taking away discipline. Children need to have boundaries. They need to learn what's right and what's wrong. They need to learn how to problem solve. They're going to make mistakes. And we need to be able to guide them towards the, the correct and appropriate behavior that we're interested in, in them for them to do. So those are the, the things that I think that are really important. Um, so, so what do we do when we are interested in disciplining our child? Well, it depends on the child's age. It depends on the, the behavior that we're trying to correct. It depends on their developmental abilities to understand, but we want to make sure that what we're doing is positive, that it's correcting behavior, it's guiding behavior. It's not necessarily a punishment, but it could be a consequence to, to that behavior. So, you know, the, the simple thing is if a, if, if a child, you know, is throwing a ball and smashes a window, well, maybe they need to help clean up that window. Maybe they need to help to repay for the, the cost of that window. Um, but, the, but by hitting a child for breaking a window, what does that teach them? It teaches them that we solve problems with violence. And so when they're an adult, what are they going to do? They're going to use violence to solve their problems instead of thinking about my actions have consequences and I need to problem solve and understand that. And I've heard some research too that says the that the the correction, the discipline, the you know whatever it is that you, that you're doing should, especially at a younger age, make sense in relationship to whatever's happened. So that if That's you know right. if, if if they've made some mistake and you go, okay, fine, no TV tonight. Well, those taking away TV may have nothing to do with whatever it is, whatever behavior you're correcting. And and so we've got to find a way to to correct behavior in a way that makes sense, right? That's right. That's exactly right. So, so just like the example with breaking a window, if you take away their i, they break the window. You take away the iPad. Well, that would be more of a punishment, right? They're being punished for something they do. But when, if you flip that and sort of think about well, what's the consequence? Well, the consequence is the window's broken. So there's all this glass. I mean, you may or may not want your child to pick up the glass, but if it's safe to do so, help to assist in a way to clean up the mess. And then, okay, well, we have a broken window that we now we need to repair. We now we need to pay for this. So, so to make the um, the consequence fit the behavior that you're trying to correct, have them understand. You know, you threw that ball and it went through the window. It smashed the window. Now we have a mess. Now we have an expense. Um, to try to show them that you know this isn't the place to play with the ball. We should be doing it over in a different place instead. And making their the the have, helping them to problem solve with what they were doing, why was their behavior um, something that was unsafe? Why, what, what were you trying to, to, what behavior are you trying to correct? And trying to make the consequence of that behavior fit. So you still want to have boundaries. You still want to discipline children. It's not that there's no rules. There are rules and there should be consequences in order to correct behavior. Um, 
But the other thing we have to understand is that sometimes that we really need to think about child development. And sometimes, you know, especially for thinking about preschool age children, the way that they're behaving is completely normal. If there is something frustrating them, they don't have a lot of language and they start having a temper tantrum or start crying, that's not something that should be punished or, or have consequences for. We have to also understand what is normal child behavior and not be so concerned about trying to correct that. But as the parent, understand yourself, why is this happening? Why is my child frustrated? Why is my child tantruming? And could you have redirected the situation before that occurred? Um, sometimes it's okay to, to let that child be upset and cry and we don't need to stop it or punish it. And we need to understand what's the difference between normal child behavior, even though it might be frustrating as a parent, versus behavior that, quote unquote, we need to correct or fix. And I think that's a really important thing. So we need to think about the age of the child and not be so, um, so always trying to fix the behavior or change the behavior and just realize that's normal for a two-year-old to do. And we need to let the child do that. And of course, as they're getting older and you are teaching and correcting behavior, I, I guess here's the word that came to mind for me. We're teaching responsibility, right? We're teaching, we're yeah. teaching uh, a way to be responsible, take responsibility for our actions, good, bad, or otherwise. That's right. And yeah. so that also depends on the age and developmental level of the child. So if the child is unable to learn from, um, you know, a, a consequence, then, then it's, it's it's not going to have any beneficial impact for 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 the for changing their behavior or for helping them understand. So we need to really focus on um, what is it that's happening and how do we how do we teach our children? How do we guide our children? How do we let our kids make mistakes? That's okay to make a mistake, and you don't have to be punished for a mistake. You know, like it it can be a learning process, and help them talk about it and understand what happened in the situation and you know this could be you know a 12 year old or a 15 year old you need to understand um what's happening and how and how, help them understand what the problem is and what they could what they did and why why that wasn't acceptable and what they should have done or could have done everything's a learning process and we need to give them the opportunity to think about it to problem solve and to make better decisions next time it happens. And if we are relying on physical discipline, then those children are not, not learning. They're not learning to problem solve. They're not learning to think about the situation. They're not having any tools in their toolkit to, to do better the next time the situation presents itself. And in fact, what they might be doing is thinking about, okay, this, this happened and, and I got spanked. So next time I'm not going to get caught. I don't want to get mm. caught for doing mm. that instead of understanding what it is that they're doing that's not acceptable and what they should be doing instead. So by thanking a child instead of doing positive discipline and talking about it and helping them understand, you're actually robbing them of that opportunity to, to problem solve and, and, and figure out what, what it is that they did wrong and what they should have done instead. Okay, so then what about... That learning opportunity. I'm sorry, would you say that again? You're taking away the learning opportunity if you're if you're relying on spanking. And in fact, some people will say, "Well, I, I hit my kid, but I also explain to them." Well, if a child's being hit, they're not listening to your words; they're just experiencing getting hit. 
Yeah, they're getting they're having the pain and the frustration of that, and that's not helping. So, yeah. okay, what about the timeout? Yeah. I mean, have you done anything about okay, we're not going to spank? I mean, we we are not a spanking family. We've been a timeout family. Well, based on what you're saying, I'm going that probably doesn't really work either. Yeah, so I don't do research on timeout, but I do know a little bit about um, how that field is sort of evolving and changing as well. So if you if you do read the literature on positive parenting, they will say don't do timeout as well, and the reason for that is that you're isolating the child. They're going, you're putting, they're separating them from the situation. And again, there's no, um, there's no learning experience there. And if the child's really, really young, that separation emotionally can be really, really stressful for the child. So they're just being sent away. So they may interpret that differently than, than the parent might be intending. So if you're, um, you do something wrong, you're being rejected by, by your parents. You're saying, okay, you did something wrong. I don't like it, and now you have to go away from me. I don't want. I don't want to be with you. You're in timeout. So the the new way of thinking is is that is is to not use timeouts. And and some people now say instead of timeouts, use time in. So my research doesn't look at this, but um, but that's sort of the movement in that area as well. And and the, what we're really uh, what the literature is really pushing towards is what we call positive parenting. And there's many different um, positive parenting programs and books. Um, there's online courses that parents can take um, and, you know, sort of uh, lots of different books that are being published, you know, more and more every year on, on positive parenting techniques. So basically what it's really trying to do is it's moving away from what we think of as punishment. Um, and so both physical but also any any sort of punishment, reconceptualizing our our thinking towards more guidance and to more natural consequences of of one's behavior and and really trying to take the opportunity for the parent to understand child development so that they're not trying to fix normal behaviors of children and to really focus on what are the the issues that they need to to help guide the the children towards. And oftentimes, if we're being kind and gentle and loving and allowing our children to feel the emotions and allowing them to talk about their emotions and discussing all of these things with them, you'll find that the relationship between the child and the parent is much better and much stronger. And that's what we need to focus on because every time a parent is hitting their child or every time they're sending them away, you're, you're potentially damaging your relationship with your child. And you're going to get to the point where the child gets older and your child doesn't listen to you anymore. And then you have no lines of communication to that child. Well, that was going to be one of my questions and, and we'll begin to wrap up was I imagine that that type of discipline, and by the way, thank you for educating me on, on the timeout. So now we know as a family and we can be more educated on how we're going to correct behavior in the future. And, and, and I yeah. imagine that anything like that, whether it's spanking or timeout would have, a negative impact on the relationship between parents and the children. Absolutely. It does. You're jeopardizing the relationship with your child. You're jeopardizing trust. I mean, just imagine, I mean, it happens in, as adults, right? There's, there's, there's um, violence within intimate relationships as adults. And you can imagine if your spouse was hitting you, which happens, you're damaging that relationship. Well, you're also damaging the relationship when, when it's a child as well. And I think that's, a really important thing. But also, I think it's important to remember that parenting is really, really hard. It's not an easy thing to do to be a parent. Parents are working really hard to provide for their families, 
they are their their resources, their energy is stretched thin, um, and parenting is difficult. And I think it's important to remember that when you're in those moments, sometimes it's just easy to react as a parent. So what I recommend is when you're having that moment where you're frustrated, the child is having a tantrum or things are not going well in your family, sometimes it's best for the parent, if it's long as it's safe, to give themselves a timeout and to, to just walk away. If you're feeling, as a parent, you're feeling like you're emotional and you're about to lose lose control of, of your emotions, maybe it's time to just, you know, walk away, leave the room, take a few deep breaths and try to, you know, almost give yourself a timeout. That's probably the safer thing to do as long as, you know, they're not toddlers and you're not leaving your child in an unsafe situation. But but that's something, you know, try not to react in the moment because it can be it can be really difficult. It can be really stressful. Parenting is not an easy thing. And I think, you know, often parents are doing the best that they can do and they're doing things that they think that are the right for their children. And we need to support these parents. We need to help give them more tools in their toolkit and more resources to try and solve these difficult moments because it's not easy. Well, and that's the goal of this podcast to do that. And I think you've absolutely done that for the parents who listen today. So I appreciate it. To wrap up, just what's the what's the final message that you want these dads and, and our moms too that listen to hear when it comes to how to teach uh, appropriate behavior, how to correct when necessary. What's the last thing you just want them to know today? Well, I want them to know that if they have used spanking in the past, it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent. And it, it probably means that you're a good parent because you're probably doing it because you thought it was the right thing to do. So don't be hard on yourself if that's what's happened in the past. And with the, if you're listening to this podcast and you're interested in these things, you're already doing the right things. You're learning, you're educating, and so the next time you're in that moment where you feel like you're going to uh, strike your child, uh, I want you to stop and think. Give yourself a timeout and realize that there are better things to do that do not involve physical discipline, and it will improve your relationship with the child, and it will reduce the likelihood that negative things will happen in the future. So don't be so hard on – the message is don't be hard on yourself. Parenting's hard. And remember that physical discipline is never the, the answer. Dr. Fifi, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Great insight. Great. Thank you so much. I learned a lot. I think you probably did too. You know, the takeaway for me was uh, it doesn't really matter what is your stance on spanking, timeout, whatever. The, the thing I learned today was let's use this as an opportunity to teach and I recorded the interview with her a couple of weeks ago. And since then, um, I paid really close attention to what we're doing with Naomi. And, it, you know, it used to just be, okay, that's enough. Time out. And you're seven years old, so seven minutes. Alexa, set a timer for seven minutes. And what it's forced me to do over the last two or three weeks since talking to Dr. Afifi is to think about when there's been a time to redirect Naomi, to correct her, to teach her something based on her behavior, um, it's forced me to think about what's an appropriate thing. You know, the example she used was if you throw the ball through the, the window, then you help pay for the window and help clean it up. And so as we've looked at things that have or haven't been appropriate in our household based on Naomi's behavior, then, then it's actually required me to think, okay, how can I teach her? What can we do that's different here? For example... She was, you know, not really kind to Terry one day. And so we talked about, is that an appropriate way to treat 
any person, let alone your mother. And and would you want to be treated that way? And, and Naomi agreed, no, she wouldn't. So what do we do? Well, you go and apologize and you mean it. And she wrote her a note and it was just something like that. I felt like she learned a lot more as opposed to just tossing her in time out. Now, the, thing, the other thing from Dr. Afifi that I'd love for us to think about is this. Number one, look, you get to decide. You are, you are parenting your child and you get to decide. The research tells us that spanking is it's not really a debate. There, is, there isn't a lot of value. It doesn't do much. And, um, and so now go back and go, hey, wait a minute. If I've been a parent who spanked, then uh, it doesn't make you bad. You were, you were using that as a way to, to teach and correct your children's behavior, which is perfectly responsible as a parent. And yet that strategy isn't necessarily the way. So don't beat yourself up. You don't have a DeLorean. You can't go back. You can't change it. It is what it is. What can you do moving forward? What could you change moving forward? How could you use, use this as a teachable moment moving forward? So I trust that you got some value out of that podcast interview with her today. And, and it gives you a chance as a parent to reflect and make a decision about what's right for you and for your family. And so now we move forward with the Kids Corner. It's what we wrap up every podcast with. And this is where uh, my daughter Naomi uh, shares with you just kind of whatever she's thinking. Naomi's a first grader and I always share with her what the podcast is going to be about and then she can decide if she wants to talk about what's on the podcast or something else and it's it's up to her it's unscripted it's all Naomi it's just whatever her thoughts are so I, I told her that we were doing this podcast on spanking and that I learned a lot about that and that I learned a lot about timeouts and we had talked about how we'd put her in timeouts before and stuff like that and so she said well daddy I want to talk a little bit about behavior on the Kids Corner this week. So here we go. Here's Naomi talking about behavior on the Kids Corner. What are the kids thinking? Time to find out in the Kids Corner with your host, Naomi. Hi, my name is Naomi Shaw, and today we're going to talk about behavior. Well, my dad told you about that, and we should not have spankings, especially timeouts and punishments, or get grounded. I have a friend, and she gets grounded sometimes. So I'll just pray to God that she won't get grounded anymore and that all of our lives will be perfect up in heaven. I want everybody to know that God is real and that I have a friend named Tegan and her dad, all his golf stuff, a bad guy took it. So his neighbors next to him gave some golf stuff to him. So I pray that he would have fun with that. I do not like what that bad guy did. I hope that he even gets his um, stuck back. That will be a bonus shot. And that that guy gets forgiven by him. That's it for Nermis Corner. Have a great day. Bye. As I promised, completely unscripted. It's whatever's going on in her mind, and those are her thoughts for you. So, you know, really nice to hear that, first of all, uh, no timeouts, she says. She's, she's down for no timeouts, no grounding, no punishments. Did you catch that? And then the lesson, though, in there is, wow, the forgiveness lesson. Um, what, a, what a great, I guess, lesson for us. And um, I love listening to her just talk and what her thoughts are. What a cool, cool moment. And I trust that you enjoy that. Hey, thanks for, for joining us today on Positively Dad. My goal is to add value to you, and I trust that you got that today. We value your feedback. So send us a message uh, through Instagram, Twitter, or, or, or Facebook at Positively Dad. You can email me as well, james at positivelydad.com. And if you have a chance to rate us or leave a review, we would really love that. 
And again, I trust that the message today is you know what's right for your family. And my responsibility on this podcast is to bring you the discussions that maybe you haven't considered before. And I trust that we were able to do that for you today. Again, we appreciate you listening and we'll look forward to talking with you again next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.